Yo, what's good? It's your boy Swag. You're tuned into RL1 Radio and Apple Music One Radio. Let's get it. Welcome to Pen Sessions on RL1 Radio and Apple Music One. Welcome to Pen Sessions, DJ Pinnacle, the Union DJs, RL1 Radio, Apple Music One Radio. It's the first episode, everybody, and I had to bring in a special person, you know what I'm saying, that we go back, I'll tell you how far it is. Good music dropped Cruel Summer that year that oh, we linked shoot. up. That's how long ago <laughs> that we linked up, man. And shout out to my bro, Billy J, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Yo, Swag, what's good, baby? Man, I'm maintaining what's good with you. Man, I'm cooling, bro, Bye. man. I'm cooling, bro, man. A lot happened since then, man. A lot. <laughs> Yo, I, yo, I gotta say, man, I wanna commend you. I love the I love the progress. I just love how you just went straight up, bro. You never look back, I, man. I'm loving it, man. I'm trying and thank you. I, I mean you, came a long way from rehearsing for SOBs, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you do go back then. I'm telling you, that's that's a long time ago, man. <laughs> man, what was what was rehearsing? I don't even remember like yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Like, yo, once again, shout out to my bro, you know, Billy J. Yes, my sir. My fellow T-neck highwayman. You know Let's what I mean? Go. We together, you know, the vibes, man. <laughs> but yeah, bro. So, yeah, talk to the world and let them know a little about yourself, bro. Yo, what's up? Again, my name is Swag. I'm a German award-winning songwriter, producer, um, music exec. I'm also a professor of music at Berkeley, Berkeley College of Music at New York University. Um, I'm the CEO of my company, Progressive Music Group, and also have a indie incubator label on the orchard called Cross the Line Music. So, man, we just out here grinding and hustling. Wow, bro! <laughs> like, how is it being a teacher, bro? Like, how like, how does that like how is that? It's really cool, man. It's it's cool because like you know I came from the academic route too of okay. higher education and stuff, and I okay. and I felt like. I never had a, I've had some great professors and encouraging professors, but no one who was really tapped into the industry that was currently in the industry and was a conduit to what was happening. So for me, uh, when an opportunity, when the opportunity presented itself, that's kind of what made it attractive to me. Just kind of being in position that I'm in and, you know, my career is growing and like in real time being that conduit of information and experience to my students so that when they do graduate they have okay. some sense of realism you know and not you know when the game was 20 years ago or 15 yeah. years ago it's like facts, nah, this facts. Is what, these are placements that are happening now this is how <laughs> the business is happening now you know what i mean so it's been really rewarding and uh, my students have been awesome man yeah well, that's dope and like you've been teaching like during the quarantine the whole pandemic yeah, bro. Remotely. How 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 has that been for you? Actually, I I, I love the remote teaching thing. That's been really cool. Um, because it, you know, I would go to Boston once a week, and then I'll be doing sessions in between, okay. and then go to okay. New York. I live in Connecticut, so I was in three states every week, like wow. doing sessions and teaching. And, wow. You know, so, yeah. So to be able to be kind of remote and teach is it took me a while to get used to because my legs were always moving. But, um, <laughs> nah, it's been really cool, man. It's been really cool. Yo, like, like same here. Like, for me, embracing the quarantine been extremely different because I'm used to DJing in clubs, interacting right. with people the whole nine yards, and it's like, boom, 
everything's virtual. But honestly, it was a gift and a curse because even though we may not be physical around one another, I was still able to tap into other things I never tapped into. Absolutely. And then boom, Pin Sessions podcast radio was created during the quarantine. That's fire, man. And it's crazy how it started from Instagram Live. Really? Wow. Wow. And I took the idea from Instagram Live and boom, boom, boom. I was like, you know what? Let's turn this to a radio show on a podcast. Dang. And then boom. Linked up with R1 Radio, Apple Music One, and there we go. We here. Let's go. Let's go. And you on the first episode, which I man. appreciate you, bro. Man, thank you for having. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of me, man. That's, yo, that's yo, facts, man. Like, like you was one of the first people in my mind. I was like, no, I gotta interview you. You know what I'm I saying? Man, appreciate. Because you. one, I'm trying to learn how to produce as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's another it. thing I'm trying to tap into. You know what I'm Let's saying? Get it. Let's so get of course it. I gotta like ask advice from you know LeBron James himself. Oh nah, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> no way, I gotta talk to the Brody about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's go, let's go. So like, so like, what are some of your tips for like anybody trying to tap into like production? Yeah, I mean, I think first thing is just like, especially as a DJ or music lover, like just really tapping into your perspective as a creative, right? and really carving out your personal style. I think as far as like quality and being competitive is really studying what the envelope is so you can push it and bring your perspective to it. But I think whatever your strengths are, start there. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. for me, I was a drummer, um, you know, that, that's my principal instrument. So when I first got into production, I really focused on really trying to be creative in how I program and sequence my drums. And I'm a songwriter, so melodically, you know, I had that too, so I would approach it that way and then expand it from there and kind of created my unique sound as a producer. So I think um, that's where you start, just really like think about what's unique about your perspective and bring that to, you know, whatever your production tools are. Yo, that's what's up. And like speaking on the production tip, bro, like how is it winning a Grammy? Like that's like every producer's dream. Man, that was unreal and unexpected, honestly, for me anyway, um, especially with that particular project with her, just, you know, having an opportunity to work with her for so many years since she was 12 and helping develop um, the sound and, and, the, and the brand and, and being uh, uh, invited. At, at, to the table to even have my opinions and thoughts heard at that point in my career. Um, right. Shout out to Jeff, Jeff Robinson and the MJ squad um, who invited me to be a part of that on the executive level um, when he didn't have to. And, you know, allowed me to really help mold what that was. And we was just doing it out of pure passion. I mean, she was a young artist. Yeah. You know, I was, I was younger in the game at the time and we was just trying to <laughs> create stuff that would stick, you know, and I would be like, yo, what about this producer, this writer to come in and, and collaborate with? And you'll be like, try, you know, see what happens. So it was unexpected because our intent was just to intentionally make great music and not necessarily, you know, the accolades were far back in our minds and in, in the process. So it was such an honor to be acknowledged on, on you know music the biggest stage and Yo, to actually crazy. take home a trophy man that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> yo man as soon like when i found out i'm like yo that's humongous like that's like every every musician producer yeah. you name it dream to be in the big yeah. stage man 
Yeah, man. And especially for me, man, coming from like Manchester, Georgia, which is a small town population of about 3,500 people. Yeah. Um, the rural South, um, you know, Grammys and, and careers outside of like being a local teacher, teacher at a high school or whatever. Those dreams are not really cultivated as much. Um, so to be able to make a career out of something that's not normal from where I'm from anyway, it was really a really cool experience to take back home and to just celebrate with my hometown and, you know, uh, my undergrad college, um, which is not far from my hometown. So um, it was really cool, man. I, it's, I'm, still, I, I'm still in awe and can't believe <laughs> You know, we won a trophy and they had back-to-back uh, nominations in the in the uh, major fields. Yeah, definitely. So it's like, it's huge. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm blessed and just grateful and want to get back. So we just, you know, just working hard. Yo, that's what's up, bro. And, like, I know, like, your roster of, of artists that you work with, it's like every producer's dream as well, man. I mean, Kehlani, K-Michelle, yeah. like, how was it working with them as well? Nah, it was fun. So, true story, funny story with Kehlani. Um, when I was working with her and we was figuring out her sound, she was like, yo, I got this friend in the Bay who's really dope, who Nick Cannon is working with. Um, I think, you know, y'all should just, like, connect because she's buying, just trying to figure out her sound. I was like, all right, cool. So we, uh, she introduced us, and I think um, we started speaking like on Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember. She only had like a thousand followers, maybe at the time, oh, wow. on each platform. <laughs> and then, um, ironically, uh, I met uh, Nick Cannon's business partner. He's like, I want to introduce you to Nick as well. And so I ended up meeting Nick. And, um, he said, I want to you work on this project. I heard some of this stuff. You go, and it was Kaylani as well. So the stars aligned and we got to talking and Nick toured in New York and um, she, she stayed in New York for a week and that was uh, the beginning of Cloud 19. So okay, I really, um, really cool being a part of shaping her sound and really helping set up, you know, um, her career and that like on the on the music side anyway so okay um that was cool and another interesting person that came okay. out of that who's who's killing right now and shout out to him is Jahan Sweet who's um interning with me at That's the time and, and he's producing for everybody right now so shout out to him he's killing it um very proud of him um but yeah so that was like one of his first uh placements um working with me with her so Yo, uh, that was really cool. yo, man, like just I'm, I'm just I've been I've been in all the maze, bro. Like, yo, I love it, man. Like, I love it seeing not just my people win, you know what I'm saying? But like people actually, you know, been around like, yo, like, yeah, my, like, like family's winning right out here. I love yeah, it. Man. Now, I mean, yeah, it was about bro. the positive energy. You know what I'm saying? Putting in that work, putting that work. And Not definitely. K, man, K had a mutual friend, yeah. uh, Neek, and uh, Neek okay. was like, yo, you remember K Michelle? I was like, yeah, I remember K. I think she had that one, that one song that was going crazy at, at the time. Um, and she's like, yeah, man, she wanted to reinvent her sound. I think y'all should link. And she linked us. And me and my brother Joe went to Atlanta and did some about six or seven songs. Okay. Back. Okay. And um, Atlantic was Dylan, uh, was feeling. Um, the, the joints that we did and, and signed her, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Jeff was involved in, in the management and everything. So that was cool, man. I, I, I did, I'm doing a lot of work with Dave um, during that time period. So it's funny, most projects I've worked on has been like bulk of songs and then, you know, 
<laughs> so yeah, it's been cool. So who are some of the artists that you want to work with that you haven't worked with already? Oh man, it's it's a lot, bro. Um, see, Rihanna for sure. She she decides to put out an album. Yo, wax. Uh, we all waiting. <laughs> put out um, more Fenty than the music right now. We need exactly, some music. Exactly. Um, uh, it's no Allegra, but I do have something coming with her. Um, Yo, she's so fire. She's fire. She's um, fire. Jasmine Sullivan last project was was banging. So yo, was it? What? So, that joint with her and, and Jasmine? Like yo, that's on my playlist. That. That's on my that's on my pin sessions playlist. Yeah, yes, that's fire. Then I you know I love my hip hop cats too. You know, um, and and ladies, uh, Megan, Cardi, uh, the baby, uh, Migo. So you know, it's a lot. It's a few people I haven't worked with that um you know we're trying to get that trying to get that call. Yo, that's what's up, bro. Yo, I'm loving it, man. Um, tell me more about Milk Honey, like Milk and Honey. Yeah. So yeah, they are a management firm. Um, they're killing the game right now, man. It's a, it's a talented roster, and I recently uh, joined with them on management. And, nice, um, nice. During the quarantine. Okay. See, <laughs> see. That's gotta make up, moves. Man. Gotta keep Yo, it busy. Gotta you got you busy. have to. You have to stay productive, and that's what I, I, I love about it. I mean, <laughs> like, like 2020 was a, a, a crazy, crazy year. Like it's, I know for myself. You know, I mean, lost yeah. some good people, but also yeah. gained a lot of insight on a lot of things as well. So, like overall, outside the music, how was it for you? It was good, man. You know, I have twins. I was born a girl. That's and, what's up. Um, just to be able, because I'm always moving, and to be able to just like spend that time with them. Um, my wife is a mental health therapist, so you know she she had to do our sessions and stuff, um, and a lot from home. So I really got to spend quality time with them that I felt like otherwise some of that quality time would have I would have missed out on. You know, yeah. just because I'm moving around, but um, like it was just fun, really, just like getting to experience them, you know, differently. Um, so I, you know, in that regard, quarantine really helped ground me into I think Pharrell said recently zooming out, yeah. especially on, on on family life because you get so caught up in in providing and, and trying to you know put your family in position that you don't want to miss out on just the quality time of just kicking it laughing yeah no, investing exactly. that as well exactly so, um, yeah so for me that's what it really and, and you know getting into other things that I'm interested in and like you said just reflecting on myself reflecting on my business where I want to go, how I want to go, and, um, you know, thinking about them as well differently now that I've had that opportunity to really be grounded for, like, you know, nine months or whatever it's been. See, man, that's how you know it's been a long time because I never knew you had twins, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> so that's how you know it's, 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 been, it's been a while. You man, know what I'm saying? Three. Three, man. Wow. So three years old, yeah. Wow. That's, that's wow. <laughs> yeah, I got whole kids, man. <laughs> Yo, that's what's up, bro. Um, another thing I want to pass you too is like, like I said, the quarantine. I've been coming up with different ideas, mm-hmm. and one of my ideas that actually came out became very popular. It was called Bobs and Chill, where okay. pretty much I I showcase R&B, pretty much like more R&B type hip hop, really mm-hmm. slow and chill, you know, reggae mm-hmm. and everything else like that. 
and it started as you know a regular IG mix, very late night session. Mm-hmm. Everybody enjoyed it, and then I started doing actual mixtapes. So nice. I started from IG Live doing mixtapes. So on my third mixtape, where I just put out in December, I have Tone Stiff Devotion, <laughs> and that song is at fire to me, bro. So like I want to like like like. Like introduce him, you know, to the world, and like let me know like how you came up about that song. Yeah, so um, I met Tone in a writing session. I knew of Tone, but I met him in a writing session for her. Okay. Um, Walter Jones set up. Uh, shout out to Walt. He set up um, session, and it was uh, Earl on the beat, myself, Chip, Master Chip. Okay. Um, and uh, Tone, and that's when we initially met. And I was like, Yo, man, you fire, bro. And then um, uh, he was about to work on a project and he wanted to get in with me. So I went to the session and we were just talking, man. I was like, uh, he was in the studio kicking in. And I was like, man, I want to I wanna create something with you that is one word like uh, adorn or like, yeah. you know, uh, like those iconic songs where it's like just one word that means something. Yeah, you yeah. Really do something really cool. So. Actually, two of my students co-wrote that with us. Wow, that is fire. <laughs> That's dope. So we were in the studio, and um, one of my students, Rubele, um, he was like, "What about the word devotion?" And we was like, "Man, that's hard. Um, let's let's really build on that." So I really wanted to set the mood and pay homage to like that '80s R&B vibe. Yeah, you know, I love that. Prince, yeah, Prince and those guys. So, um, you know, I started with the chords and then, you know, they started with the, the melody of the verse. And like, it was very, the intent was to create something that was current, but still classic feeling. Um, from title to melody to, I remember we was up writing that hook all night and we still didn't finish it. And um, I came back wow. uh, home and then when I came back, I was on the train, we were working some lyrics and I was like, man, I think I got it, bro. And we went to the studio and, um, I, you know, I read him what I did and he said, yeah. man, that's killing. Yeah, let's, let's get this down. So, um, yeah, bro, it was really intentional and just really, we really wanted to create a song that lyrically meant not just, not just a vibe alone, yeah. but when you strip it down and just really read the lyrics, you know, there's something of substance to it. So that's how that kind of came together. Yo, that's what's up, bro. That's what's yo, man. Like when I heard a track, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know, you did it. I was like, oh, I know it's gonna be a banger. Then once I really heard the words and, and the cadence and the melody, I'm like, oh, this is going on the mixtape. ASAP. Appreciate it. ASAP. So it's on the mixtape. It's also on my pin sessions weekly playlist that I'm doing right now via R1 Radio, Apple Music One Radio. Um and yo, man, like the bangers that you're producing, you putting out, bro, like flames man like really like flames man thank you thank you man i'm you know my goal is just to stay consistent consistent quality over quantity man very yes um again back to that word intent intentional about everything i'm doing the artists i'm working with um and that's why you know shout out to lucas keller and chad west over milk and honey really partnering with them they got the vision and you know y'all gonna be sending a lot of me 2021 I love it, man. I love it. So, like, you like how many more projects? How many more things are you working on for for this year? 
Yeah, man, I'm working on working on a few things. Some things, the NDAs, I can't speak on, but no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> but we got that going. I'm I'm, I'm tapping into technology, okay, with um, with Native Instruments. On some nice. Things. Working with Splice on some things. Nice. Um, I'm also in the works of working on a book. Um, you know, that is the concept derived from uh, a course I developed at Berkeley and NYU on black music. Um, so that's that's coming together. Hopefully okay, okay. We'll wrap that up this year as well. So, okay, you know, just really uh, tapping into different streams of creativity outside of just music production, but just like you know, tapping into things that are more of a 360 as I am. From education to you know fashion technology, dope, dope, and really just trying to carve that out. So yeah, man. Yo, bro, man, like that's super fire. So like, <laughs> since you work with a lot of R and B artists, right? And we yeah. are on R One Radio, Apple Music One Radio. We all know verses is comes on Apple Music. Uh oh. So with Ashanti verse, Keisha Cole finally, like finally, solidified that date. <laughs> Who do you have? Oh, this is a tough one. I was thinking about this the other day, too. <laughs> oh, man. This is a tough one because, see, I feel like, here's the thing. Like, I think Keisha has obvious, obvious hits, right? Definitely. And I think Ashanti got those sneakers, though, that we forget about, those songs that she's written, those songs yeah. that she's featured on. So I'm like, it's really tough for me because the, Keisha had that classic album, man. But then Ashanti got those sneakers. Yo, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Um, one day, <laughs> one day, I'm, I'm like, yeah, Keisha got this. And then the next day, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, like, like, I got some joints. Yo, Ashanti got them features. That's like, that's, that's gonna be saying. like the killer. Them features, that's all them Ja Rule, Murder Inc. features, man. And we're not even yeah. talking about songs that she actually wrote. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So it's like and I, that's all fair game, right? I believe. I believe so. I believe so. But so Keisha, man, Keisha got them joints that you can still play it a day, and yeah. females are singing it word for word. Even some dudes, I ain't go. Some dudes be singing it too. <laughs> you, 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 yeah. You know what I think gonna happen? I think I think most people are gonna say Keisha got it, and then when Ashanti press play. It's gonna be a moment of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Cats gonna be like, damn, I forgot about that. I Yo, forgot facts. about that. So that's why, you know what? I don't even wanna call it, man. <laughs> I, I'm a fan of both, both of the bodies of work. So yeah. I know I'm not, I've gave, I've given the longest non-answer just now, but yeah. <laughs> Yo, nah, that's what's up, bro. And um, like I said, a lot of things going on in 2021, like outside of music, man. How you feel about the whole Capitol building being stormed, bro? Bro, you know, it's insane, man. The audacity and privilege, I think, that was magnified for, for the world to see of what we've known, especially as people of color, um, that goes on, man. You know, there's certain things that um, people of color, of color, we just, in our minds, we can't even cross those lines. Definitely, you know definitely. And I think what that did was demonstrate, you know, how real that is. That you know, a group of people who felt a certain way felt like, hey, we just take the capital. Like to me, that was crazy. Because <laughs> I'm on my phone, I'm like, CNN, what? Turn on my TV, I'm like, nah. 
It's like real life angel has fallen, Olympus has fallen. I'm like, I'm like, what the herb is going on right now? Script from Hollywood is unreal. Oh, it's just crazy. Then my phone was blowing up. All my group chats blowing up talking yeah. about it. It, it. It's, I mean, to me, like it, it was very frustrating and sad to watch at the same time. Cause so to yeah. me, I'm like, if people like me and you did that, we might not I'm even up. be here on this earth. Lights out immediately. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. But I think, you know what? I think it's a good, I think it was good so that now we see. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's no longer under the rug. Definitely. People see what it is and see what we're yeah. doing with. And I think because of that, we, you know, the, the Democratic Party was able to take the Senate because of, you know, the demonstrations and like the public, you know, display of just like ignorance. No, honestly. definitely. And domestic terrorism. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, to even see like some of the Republican Party even like denouncing yeah. it. Yeah, Mike Pence and, and Trump going back and forth. I was like, oh, oh, oh right. okay. Because it's a humanity issue. It's a, it's a nonpartisan yeah. issue that we're dealing with, you know, bigotry, racism, and, and all of it. Like, it's, we just have to do better. And, and other countries looking at us like, what? Oh, good. We keep our dictatorship. You know, and that's not an example of democracy. Um, you know, so listen, man. <laughs> Yo, man, that's Hopefully what's up. we do better. Yo, Hopefully I, I, will. I hope so too, man. And um, just to get more uh, on, on a lighter note, um, what are some of the things outside of music that you enjoy to do? Oh, me? Shoot. Uh, now it's playing with my kids, man. For real, for real. Um, I used to be into like youth and heavy gaming and stuff like that, but not yeah. so much anymore. I really gotta get back into it. I like watching movies. Um, you know, I'm getting back into reading a lot. Um, so yeah, man, and starting to get back in the gym again. You know, gotta, yeah, man, get that life back together, bro. Yeah, man, that's one thing I've been doing this quarantine, man. Was definitely a uh, gym life in the crib. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. I mean, got the weights and everything goes. A whole lot of walking, jogging. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Watching when I eat, all that, all that good stuff, bro. Like for real, yeah. for real. Yeah, man. So just really trying to find other things to occupy my mind. Um, you know, and to just just chill out. So like movies and spending time with the family, for real, for real. Yo, bro. Like I appreciate you for, like for coming in, tuning in, rocking with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, Everybody, let them know where they can find you on social media. Yep, you can find me if Swag did it, Twitter and Instagram. All right. And Clubhouse if you're on that. Same thing. How do you feel about Clubhouse? It started out as a good platform, but I think what happens is get oversaturated with, with people who, you know, having a lot of opinions about things that they haven't done so you know, I, I agree a lot of capping going on right now like I think I was on there for maybe about two three weeks if that and then I was like you know what yeah I'm good on this one I'm gonna sit this one out I'm gonna See, sit I was on that I was on that early man I was on that early early because my boys was on the early and it was just like yo tap in like this is this is cool so that was a lot of initial great networking a lot of yeah. you know Man, it just got crazy, man. The green oh. bean fiend was insane. 
Yeah, man. A lot of people capping, talking. I mean, bro, y'all don't really do this in real life. No, no. I mean, I, nah. like, no. Like, nah. no. It's just nonsense to me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So but, I haven't been on much. I'll go in every once in a while, but <laughs> I got work to do, man. Yo, for real, for real. <laughs> bro, bro, I don't want to take up too much of your time. But, yo, once again, I appreciate you for coming on. Man, thank you. You know you what I'm saying? Me. We definitely got to do this again. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying, bro? Yes, and, sir. Um, and also, I, I want to plug my artist, Leo Oh, the yeah, kind. plug it in. Plug it in. Uh, Leo the Kind. Um, we coming crazy this year. We got a project out now, The Ugly. But we dope, got some dope. movie coming. Um, super excited about that. And um, also, young lady Sherry Marie, who I work with, and she has a project out as well on Cloud Reflection. So go check those out. Yo, that's what's up, man. Ladies and gentlemen, clap it up one time for my man Swag. Or say Grammy Award winning. Hey, let's go. You know the vibes, baby. <laughs> DJ say. Pinnacle, the Union DJs, Pin Sessions on RL1 Radio, Apple Music One Radio. Tune in every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. All right? Yes, See y'all next week. Big ups.